Moncrief on News Talk. Now, it could ruin the paint if you sell the tape, and all too often a corner would peel off and lie flapping there forever. Nonetheless, there's scarcely a teenage bedroom in this country that didn't have walls covered with posters. Don't give out to your kids about it. You did exactly the same. News Talks, what's that rubbish in your wall correspondent? Henry McKean has been performing a deep dive into posterising. Good afternoon, Henry. <laughs> Good afternoon, I don't know Sean. what that last few words meant, but <laughs> no. it sounds kind of intellectual. Yeah, <laughs> yes. but when it comes to posters on walls, I mean, we're talking about it today. That they're, they're promoting that movie, All of Us Strangers, uh, over in the UK at the moment uh, and here as well. And Claire Foy was actually asked about uh, posters and she was saying that she had Shaggy uh, on her wall and there was confusion. It wasn't me, yeah. Uh, yeah, or was it the Scooby-Doo Shaggy? And it, it got us thinking. You know, when I was growing up, I had Iron Maiden posters on my wall and I, I'm not even an Iron Maiden fan, but I just liked... <laughs> <laughs> I just liked the posters and I think I had Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter. You could get really unusual uh, Iron Maiden posters and my brother, he kind of got the, the leftover posters, the ones that nobody wanted in Smash Hits. So he had uh, Big Fun. So Big Fun oh God, did a cover yeah. of Jackson 5. There were these three lads with blonde hair. I'm going to go 86, 7, 8 maybe. Yeah. Uh, and um, they were rubbish, but he had them on his wall and you won't be happy uh, me mentioning that. So we, we've we heard from uh, <laughs> record shops up and down the country. Did you have like long hair when you had that, the Iron Maiden poster? No. Did you look a bit like, you know? No, I, like I wasn't even, I wasn't, I liked ACDC uh, but, and I liked their artwork, but for some reason I'd end up in, I think it was Arena or the Virgin Megastore and I'd go in and I'd filter through the poster to try and, um, you know, find yeah. Iron Maiden. Because I, I, I used people to used it. to, uh, now this mm. is probably a bit before it, but people you w- would often have in their bedroom uh, posters from covers from Yes albums. Oh, yeah. Uh, which were very spacey. They were like flying mushrooms mm. and stuff. And apparently they did them. They'd get, just get powder paint. Throw uh, the guy, the artist used to do. Oh, used fantastic! To get, he used to get a bowl of water. He'd throw powder, powder paint on it. Mm-hmm. Then he'd put the sheet of paper down, and then he'd draw whatever shape was there, whatever suggested to him. And it always looked very spacey. But no one ever. But yes, were rubbish. Like it was all like thirteen-minute prog rock. But great, nonsense, great you know. posters. Yeah, I mean, it was a great way. And sometimes the record sleeves had them inside. Uh, and as we said, free posters in magazines. But I met these shoppers, and I asked them about the posters they grew up with. I remember from baseball players from America. Ty Cobb was one of them. Who did you have on your wall? Shea Guevara and Phil Lynn, Rory Gallagher, and the Beatles, of course, and the Beatles. Yeah. And back then, how much was a poster? You get a poster for a half crown, probably. You know, or two shillings at the time. God, it's a long time ago. Che Guevara, uh, Snoopy cartoons. Snoopy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I'm allergic to morning because I, <laughs> I wasn't great at mornings when I was young. <laughs> Who do you have on your wall at home? Uh, I've got a poster of Aphex Twin and of Tame Impala, which is like two of my favourite musicians. And I've got a few more game posters and one of Deadpool. You know, just a bit of everything. Deadpool? Yeah. And I've one Guinness poster I bought from the Guinness storehouse. How you doing? Uh, I'm Anthony from Heroes Cafe on Capel Street here. So, Anthony, you do coffee and you do Heroes? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's in the name, you know. We get pretty straightforward. So you're full of comic books, but you also have posters. And we've got some fantastic ones here. We've got... We've got DC, we've got um, the Joker. What do we have? 
bit of everything. We're basically a uh, pop memorabilia. We have uh, some movies, Beatles, Chucky, all the classics. And you've got Jaws. Who did you have on your wall growing up? You know, you can't be a bit Predator, Robocop, Terminator. That's my classics, you know. 80s, anything 80s. I think they rotate them every now and again. It's all, it's all popularity, you know. It's some, a lot of people have favourite movies they keep on the wall and some people, they like to go with the times. With the new movie comes out, they want the new poster, you know. But you can't beat the classics. Yeah, I had a Shea poster. Did you? In my bedroom as well. A huge fan. Poor old Jim Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Uh, um, who designed it and, and like it was just copied so much. He could have, he could be a he gazillionaire. Could have been, yeah, could have been an absolute multimillionaire. Yeah. Um, but that poster still sells. The T-shirts still sell. And, you know, we've heard from record shops, they're selling their back. I mean, they really are uh, back. And um, uh, Paddy Cullivan, uh, he's a new show in the Queens and Dorky on Saturday, February the 3rd. I can't believe it's not Ireland at 5pm, set in 2032. Ireland is united. Anyway, he talks about his posters on his wall growing up, and he joins us from Galway. Posters were an incredibly important part of growing up and for my generation. Everybody had posters plastered all over their bedrooms. It told everyone who you were, what you were into, and they were aspirational too. Every vinyl album arrived with a poster. So when I bought Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, it came with this amazing poster of the Pyramids of Giza, and I stuck that up on my wall, and that was a big feature for a long time. The Beatles' White Album came with a poster covered in images, even though the album was white. And of course, posters were also political. I remember the Che Guevara poster by Jim Fitzpatrick, which I didn't have up my wall because I've always been an ardent capitalist. But I did adore his Irish mythological work and his work with Tin Lizzy. And I really loved the Book of Invasions, the Silver Arm, Aaron Saga. He also brought out portfolios of posters you could buy and put in your wall. I remember being 12 years old and bringing all this work up to Jim to sign. He must have thought I was crazy. But I love those stories. Dermot and Gráinne, Finn and the Fianna, Cúhollán. But of course, I also loved his amazingly sexy drawings of Queen Maeve and Eru and Gráinne and all the rest of it. So it, there was an awakening in more ways than one with uh, Jim's work. It was absolutely fantastic. And it was, it was amazing to hear all this proud-to-be-Irish, wonderful mythological work being expressed through both music and art. Isn't it a pity it never went on TV? On RTE to this day, you can watch three Australian soaps and two British soaps just during the day on RTE every single day. But we've never done one TV show like Game of Thrones about Finn and the Fianna or Cúhollán and all the great epics we had. So hopefully someday we will get to that point. Jim Fitzpatrick will be hired as a consultant. He'll do everything uh, artistically. And I think we'd have a winner on our hands. We'd have a real hit. As to the relevance of the poster today, is there any relevance? Well... All I know is, as long as anybody has a bedroom, you'll need a poster. Ah, now, you asked him about what posters he had in his bedroom when he was a kid, and he, he, he turned that into bashing RTE. <laughs> That's, uh, obviously, well, Paddy got up this morning and thought, was... I'm going to bash RTE. No. I'm outraged about Toy Show the Musical. No, I think he was trying to say they they need to make a really good Spend type of... billions um, on a Game of Thrones, yeah, which so are they really could, in a position to do right so now. So they could make cool posters. It all goes back to posters. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, someone says, uh, ooh... My mum uh, commented uh, that I must be growing up when I took down some football posters and replaced them with Farrah Fawcett. Oh, the memories. 
So there's Ian and... Yeah. She was very attractive. She was, yeah. yeah. Which she still You is. know what people had a lot of? The mm. your woman, I, I don't know what who she was, but it was a really famous poster. Mm-hmm. Like she was playing tennis and scratching her arse uh, at that one. Oh, I think I know the one. That's you know everyone. One? That was in my old gym. I think yeah. it's a 1980s shot. Yeah. And she's holding a tennis ball and a racket. And you can see what, a little bit you, of her what, bottom. She, yeah, she yes. just has it hitched up a bit. That, was, that must have been a huge But seller. I mean, it always struck me like, obviously, yeah. obviously she's got some sort of skin irritation going on there that she has it hitched up there. Well, she's probably she's not, a bit... Yeah, there's she's, probably a rash. She's a rash. Yes. You know, that's, you know, that would be a worry, uh, uh, really. Be. Someone says, this is the one of the most disturbing texts I think I've ever read. Well, maybe not. I don't know. Depending, <laughs> I don't want to judge one's personal taste. A friend of mine, a grown man, used to have an election poster of Mary Lou MacDonald on the ceiling. She used to be looking down on him when he woke up each morning. Wow. So, I wonder, I'm, I no doubt that was due to his political fervour. And, uh, and the election uh, poster. Like, of Mary Lou staring down at him on the ceiling. Oh, I wonder which election campaign it was, because that's quite thick cardboard. You know, you could actually hold up a ceiling with that. That, that's fascinating. Oh, you mean you're 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 implying you're inferring that maybe there was a big crack in the ceiling? Yes. He was just using Mary Lou to cover the crack yeah. in the ceiling, rather than he could lie on his back and look at Mary Lou and. Well, there's that too. Dot may- dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> and pe- people did have love interests on the wall. They had. I know, but imagine this fella gets a girlfriend. And he, bring, he brings a woman yeah. home, and there's Mary Lou staring down well, at them. I mean, That's he, that. That would be deeply disturbing. Yeah, maybe he did have a crush on her. I, you know, I, I think I had. I did. I had Pamela Anderson at one point. I was huge into into uh, Pamela Anderson, and and remember, Playboy was only made um, legal in 1995 in this country. Really? Yeah. So so, I, I, and when when it came, I mean, Pamela <laughs> sold. Massive numbers. Uh, Sam Fox. Somebody, oh, it's getting really tawdry now. Uh, Sam Fox is one person. Uh, I was in my teens in the early 90s. My walls were covered with Take That, Boyzone, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. The grease marks from the Blue Tack were unreal when they took them down after a few years. The old uh, Blue Tack's still around. Fair juice to it. Must be said. Oh, no, Blue Tack. Uh, Blue yeah. Tack is uh, uh, absolutely huge. And like that, I struggled with the Blue Tack. I got into so much trouble from from landlords over the years when it came to blue tack because they'd always say you can't put pictures on the wall and come on i mean you, you had to you had to put them on on the wall I, I i i did get to speak to three generations in a comic book store and i asked them all about uh, do they uh, uh, like uh, posters and i actually visited and i spoke to des he's in his 50s from dublin city comics on cable street in dublin uh, and we asked him uh, you know was he allowed posters no, because it would ruin the wallpaper. So we had to have them in the rolls and just left there. And they all got thrown out then, uh, offensively, over the years. So you had them in rolls and you just looked at them, but you couldn't put them on couldn't the wall? Put them on. We used to bring them home. My mother used to say, no, you're not putting them on that wall. You'll ruin the wallpaper. Now, bear in mind, this is early 80s, mid-80s, so wallpaper was precious. So that was pretty cruel, wasn't it? But it was, yeah, but you had to learn to deal with it because it was your mother. You know what I mean? Like, so you had to deal with your ma said, or you got the... <laughs> Hi, my name is uh, Doc. I'm the owner of Dublin City Comics. Doc, we're here in Dublin City Comics on Cable Street, surrounded by lots of merch. Is that the right term? Yeah, yeah. merch works, yeah. Merch. We've got posters. Tell me, who did you have on your wall growing up? Pretty much Judge Dredd, uh, Strontium Dog, uh, Mask, the uh, the old cartoon series. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Any Transformers? Uh, actually, yeah, I had a Starscream one as well. And any ladies up there? No, not really, actually. Footballers? <laughs> nope, no footballers. So lots of comics. Yeah. And we do have a Marvel poster here. Are they still selling? Do people come in and want them? Yeah, yeah, we, we sell like uh, framed pictures and posters and stuff as well. Like, yeah. So we've got Flash, we've got Hulk. These are all kind of uh, old-fashioned style. What else do you have? 
Uh, a lot of the DC characters up on top. And do you think the poster is making a comeback? Did it ever go anywhere? And I know, I remember landlords used to hate me putting posters up because of blue tack and it would wreck the walls, but I did it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> blue tack is a bit of a traumatic memory for myself as well. Yeah. My mum wasn't too impressed with that stuff. Neve, you work here. You still have posters on your wall. Who do you have? So I have a lot of more anime posters because that's more... Um, in the media at the moment, not more comics and stuff like that. So you have like Japanese cartoon characters? Mostly my favourite ones. Sometimes I have things I just think they're cute or like, you know, art pieces and stuff like that. Another blue tacked on as well. And they, I know how much they stain because I recently have to paint my wall just to get rid of the stains. And when I was younger, about 14, 15, I had Tom Holland when he came out as Spider-Man. I really liked him. Yeah, when I was younger, I had more comic book stuff than anime stuff. So I had, you know, Batman, Robin. Robin's my favourite comic book hero of all time. You love Robin. Why Robin? I just fancied him when I was growing up. So I just really like his story. I like all, like, when he grew up and became Nightwing and then there was more Robins coming along. I really enjoyed just the story of the Bat family. There you go. Uh, that's uh, three, uh, three different generations of people talking about, obviously, it was in... Uh, they would be the kind of people who would like posters. Uh, someone says, I had a Michael Jackson poster. Incredibly disturbing now. Uh, someone else says, back in the 80s, I had a massive poster of Madonna in a wet swimsuit on my ceiling. I didn't even like Madonna, but she took great photo. Yes, you did. You did like Madonna. Maybe not oh, music Madonna. so much. Uh, the uh, I did mention Yes posters uh, earlier on, uh, and uh, a Yes Defender uh, has gone on, gone on to say, maybe not to your taste, but the classic era band of the 70s was one of the best around. The posters and album covers were indeed extraordinary, painted by Roger Dean. That's right, yes. And arguably copied by the creators of the, of the world in Avatar the movie. Yeah, you could see that. You, I could absolutely see that. Uh, when I had, uh, uh, when I was a teenager, I had a room covered in Slade posters. Above my bed, I had De- a Debbie Harry poster. <laughs> I won't read out the rest of that, John. We know why you had the Debbie Harry poster there. Uh, oh, and obviously, we best to have a pretentious person. Uh, I had a poster of the deer hunter Russian roulette scene. I think the poster text is in Spanish. Ooh, very, very fancy. That's that's very fancy. That's yeah. be like, you know. And Debbie I, I, Harry. I had a Martin Scorsese poster in my bedroom growing <laughs> up. Uh, <laughs> Did you? <laughs> no. God, no. <laughs> I only learned to pronounce that name uh, about last week. Uh, right. So, yes. Uh, so who mm. else did you talk to, Henry? Yeah. I mean, when it comes to um, uh, free posters and magazines, I remember, you know, you'd be at the, the newsagents and you go, oh, look, there's a, that, that particular band. There's a free one and that one. And if you get this particular magazine, you'll be able to get this poster, that poster, and then you might trade them. Um, I did actually get to speak to Ty Williams from Hot Press. He's a young man. He's just 26 years of age poster will never die <laughs> I'm a great believer in the poster to this day I still have posters up in my up in my living room uh, wall at home and along my, my hallway um, I, I have some brilliant collector's pieces I actually have a Waterboys poster from when they played in the Butler Centre in Waterford in 1984 wow um, I have that framed at home um, I was at Glastonbury this year I was lucky enough to go to Glastonbury so I made sure to get a Glastonbury poster which I framed at home um, I have a Little Green Cars poster from I'm just going to say 2014, 2015 maybe, framed at home as well. Um, and I, like they're all collector's pieces now, you know. But I suppose for, for somebody growing up, uh, for, for, for somebody that wants their heroes on their wall, like it's still a thing, you know, we still all do it. So you frame them 
blue tack is that gone because you're now an adult I, I think that's more the adult in me speaking yeah, when I'm framing them um, but no I mean I, 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 I was I was home uh, in my childhood bedroom at the weekend and, and, and the bedroom is still covered with blue tacked posters all around the walls you know um, everybody and everything old ticket stubs and everything still so up on the walls so you kept them too mm. Playboy was made legal in Ireland in 1995 did you have any pin ups up there no I didn't I didn't I have to say that because I know my grandmother's probably listening so <laughs> no I didn't but um, no my, my walls when I was really small my walls were, were covered in Celtic posters uh, Aidan McGeady was, was right above my <laughs> right above my bed uh, and later in life then when I started getting a bit edgier and a bit punkier I had uh, uh, Stone Roses and, and Thin Lizzy and Oasis and a lot of that kind of stuff was on my bedroom wall and do you still have posters inside Hot Press when you buy the magazine do you still do that? Sometimes. The odd time, the odd time we will, yeah, yeah. Um, we we haven't we haven't done it in the last while. Uh, you're putting an idea in my head now, um, but we do commemorative prints and stuff like that. There are a lot more people uh, moving towards kind of framing posters and stuff these days. Um, I think that might be because of the demographic of people that are into the magazine and everything as well. Uh, we offer commemorative prints, uh, so people can buy those on our website and, and they're they're sent off and they're they're uh, nicely printed on, on really good quality uh, paper, and, and people frame them and, and and put them up at home. So that that's something we do as well. Ah, yeah. Uh, that's probably, yeah, what you kind of, you just graduate onto the framed version of it. Uh, someone says, for my sh- <laughs> to my shame, I had a poster of PJ and Duncan, a.k.a. Anton Deck, on my wall with the lyrics of their Our Radio Rocks on it. It wasn't even an actual poster. It was just a page from a magazine I had poorly torn out. Uh, Amanda says, I was indiscriminate in my poster display as a teen in the 90s. The goal was to completely cover the wall. Didn't much care what who was up there. Don't know why I bothered since nobody but me saw my bedroom. I know, but, you know, it was it was very important that you saw it, Amanda, and it reflected something uh, you may have been feeling at the time. And uh, yeah, this is, I suppose, the... This is the, the, the kind of female version of uh, the woman playing tennis, mm-hmm. uh, showing you her bum. Uh, for women in their late 30s and 40s, they'll remember the Athena posters in the 90s. Men with naked torsos cradling newborn babies while flexing their muscles. Uh, and they were all shot in black and white or sepia. Uh, oh, or I sepia. do remember them. And then yes. sometimes they'd be yeah. uh, hugging kittens and they'd oh, be in no, denim. Oh, no, yeah, they'd be lovely. Mm. They care. But they have enormous muscles and while caring. And they were in a yeah. workshop, I think. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, coming home from the pub in circa 1995, we climbed up to a billboard and peeled off the old Hello Boys Wonder Bra advert from the display. We took it home. It was so big that it filled the entire wall of our living room behind a couch and halfway up across the ceiling. That would have been a striking image to, yeah. to, to uh, walk into someone's sitting room. And the uh, Wonder Bra changed everything for, for men and women. Yeah, huge. I think it was a bit. I think might have been a bit problematic, uh, but um, the poster or the, the, the yeah, the entire concept okay. behind the uh, <laughs> behind the advertising campaign. Oh my god, I had Gary Glitter on my wall. Oh, it's not good. Loads of him and the glitter. You know, they were probably just shows you there were more innocent days, uh, really. Because even in the days of glam rock, the way the way people the way people dressed at the time yes. was kind of dodgy. If you look back at it now, it was kind of. Crazy seventies yeah. disco. Can you still flares. get? Can you still get Athena posters? Anyway, yeah, a, a lot of them have been reproduced. Yes, absolutely. And I did uh, get to visit uh, Golden Discs. So, Eva Clark, we're here in Golden Discs in St Stephen's Green Shopping Centre, and we have a load of posters here. Everything from Pac-Man to Nirvana to more modern, modern things. Stuff. Now, this year, 
hip-hop posters seem to have just boomed for us over the last maybe three, four months. So this would, this is one of our top sellers, so hip-hop icons. So anywhere from Snoop Dogg, Drake, uh, Jay-Z, Biggie, they're all in there. Gone crazy. <laughs> and who's buying them? Anyone, really. I, I mean, mostly kids. Um, mostly kids. And you'll have the same kind of kids coming in over and over again. So it's kind of, yeah, like I remember when I was a kid, I was mad into posters. Like there was posters everywhere in my room. And I suppose, yeah, you, after a couple of months, you might get a new poster or you got a magazine with a free poster. So you take one down to put one up. So <laughs> it just depends. Yeah. And who did you have on your wall? Oh, gosh, this is going to make or break it's me, okay. isn't it? Um, I think, well, I, I suppose grew up into two, 2000s, early 2000s. So like, you know, the icons like Britney and Christina. Aguilera and then I went through a high school musical phase and then a Justin Bieber phase so yeah I went went through it all <laughs> um, and they usually are in the same kind of genre so if you're buying a Spider-Man poster you're probably going to buy another Marvel poster or if you're buying a I suppose a biggie or a two-pack you're going to buy you know the hip-hop icons or if you're buying a Pink Floyd you might buy you know a Led Zeppelin so it's kind of it's in a pattern and what's your biggest seller uh, poster wise uh, it would be either Nirvana, the the hip hop icons, and that Pulp Fiction, the Pulp, Pulp Fiction, Fiction. They that, love the, that, that cover, traditional yeah, Pulp Fiction that cover, cover is so iconic. I think for everyone, but that is one of our most yeah popular sellers. Uh, there you go, Pulp Fiction. It's uh, interesting that most of those images mm-hmm. are like 20, 30 years old. Yeah. Uh, I, and they're now considered nostalgic. And yeah. Some of them are yesterday. Yeah. Justin Bieber, for example. Uh, well, Justin Bieber's no spring chicken either. <laughs> <laughs> we just think that because we're old fellas. He's the latest in the hip parade, that Justin Bieber. <laughs> the girlies do love him. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine has Bono's planning permission on his wall that he stole from outside Bono's gaff on the way home from Pints in the <laughs> Druid's Bar. That's genius. That like That's probably worth money. Oh, wow. Uh, I have a poster for the Nirvana... I Irish concert? Probably also worth money. Uh, the date on it is for the day he died by suicide. Uh, it says Mark Crikey. Anyway, one day, Henry, you may well be on a post to yourself. Astride a stray, a, a stage, thrusting your ukulele out from between your legs. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I, I really wish I hadn't phrased it that way, but yeah. you are taking ule- ukulele lessons. I, I am. Which I'm, is difficult to say. It is, ukulele. I am the, this beautiful Hawaiian instrument. As part of Tradfest, it's running until Sunday. I'm trying to learn it with Ukulele Tuesday. Uh, and uh, I know today is Thursday, but that's the name of the, the group. Okay. And tonight, I'm in uh, Fitzsimons uh, in Temple Bar at 6 p.m. Um, and I, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I agreed. I, I, I did. I, I, anyway, I was How asked to do it. How long have you been learning it for? I just a week or so. And um, Okay. I, I, and I'm not musical at all. My parents mm-hmm. tried to get me to learn the bagpipe stroke chanter growing up. And, <laughs> and I... <laughs> Can't. Well, Henry, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm just. I, you go, well, I'm not musical. I can't I, play the bagpipes. No, That's like it's, no, I, I'm wrestling an octopus. And I used to be able to read music. I can't read it anymore. Oh wow! And uh, I, uh, I need. To, I'm really starting from scratch, and I'm struggling. But I'm, I'm going to be there tonight uh, supporting. It's, well, I mean, how Tuesday. many, how many chords have you learned on oh, the not, ukulele? Not much. I mean, I'm basically the triangle in the orchestra. I've got one how, job. How many people are in ukulele? Uh, the, oh, it depends. And sometimes there could be twenty-five or forty of them. Um, oh right, so, okay, yeah. So hopefully um, they'll uh, drown me out because they're yeah. good. And yeah. and and you, you won't have a solo or anything at this uh, point. I've got a, a tiny little solo. 
Um, and I'll be talking about it again, hopefully. Yeah. And then we'll never talk about it ever again. Oh, we may not. And have you bought a, a, a ukulele? They've lent me one. They've actually lent me one, this beautiful little green one. Cool. And, um, Is there like a Stratocaster of ukuleles? You can, yeah, I think so. I think there's some really, really fancy ones that can be plugged in and stuff like that. This one is just a, a simple one. And uh, yeah, no, it's, I just, it, one one thing I've taken away from all of this is I respect musicians. I mean, they are so talented, so yeah. creative, amazing. And I'm not, but that's uh, okay. And, and it's it's in Fitzsim, uh, yep. uh, Fitzsimmons uh, in Temple Bar tonight uh, yes. at 6 p.m. Uh, yes, yep, yep. yeah. And so we would not encourage anyone who's in the area uh, to go along no. uh, and cheer for Henry McKean when he's introduced onto stage. Uh, please, uh, please special, go to the bar across the road. special ukulele soloist. God, I hope somebody... Uh, no, if I mean, anyone's there tonight as well, yep. that's what camera phones were designed no, for. I'm, I've set absolutely. myself up for a fall here. Oh, absolutely. Henry, thanks a million. Best of luck tonight, break a leg uh, and all the rest of it. Moncrief, weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.